0: So the reading today is from Colossians 3, verses 12 to 24, and it's page 1184 in the Church Bibles. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and deeply loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom and as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Rules for Christian households. Wives, submit to your husbands as it is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not embitter your children, or they will become discouraged. Slaves, obey your earthly masters in everything, and do it not only when their eye is on you and to win their favor, but with sincerity of heart and reverence for the Lord. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, as working for the Lord, not for men, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Good morning. If you'd like to keep um, the Bibles open in front of you. Um, And let's pray before we begin. Father, thank you for this time. Thank you for these moments when we can look at what you have to say to us this morning. I pray that you would speak uh, through me and speak um, into our hearts, Lord God, by the power of your Holy Spirit. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, for the beginning of January, the beginning of this new year, we've been thinking about, we have our theme of everyday faith, um, and we're, it's helping us to think through um, what it means to live out our faith from Sunday to Monday and through to Saturday and Sunday again. Um, some of you might be using the Everyday Faith booklets um, or the app or the daily emails um, and I'd really encourage you also to listen to any talks that you've missed. So Richard started, off, started us off a couple of weeks ago looking at 1 Peter, um, helped us to think about the fact that we are God's people um, and we, God has a purpose for us and wants to use us in, to make a difference in our world. And then last week he helped us to look at Genesis uh, Genesis 28, um, a moment from the life of Jacob um, when God appeared to him and helping us to think that God is with us all the time wherever we are in the extraordinary and also in the ordinary everyday life situations. And in those moments God helps us to see him and to hear him even in the mundane of everyday life. So today, we're thinking about whatever we do, and we're using Colossians 3 to help us. And our key verses today are verse 17 and 23. Whatever you do, whether in word or deed, every detail of your lives, words, actions, whatever, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And verse 23, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, As working for the Lord now in verse 17 that is in a context that's mentioned in the context of worship and in verse 23 that phrase is mentioned in the context of our everyday working lives and Paul is saying to the Colossians and saying to us whatever you do whether it's when we meet for worship or whether it's our everyday life it all matters Now, you've probably noticed in the reading that uh, the Colossian Christians' lives were not the same as ours today. And unfortunately for my husband, I'm not going to go into details about what it means to submit to our husbands. Um, I should also perhaps then talk about how our husbands should be passionately loving their wives. Um, but we've only got 20 minutes this morning, and I think that might dis- dis- detract us from the main point. Um, suffice to say that our lives are very different Um, So, Paul was talking um, about slaves and masters, um, which obviously we think very differently about today, um, and talking about a different context for husbands and wives um, that would have had very different expectations in their relationship. Um, So, that's all I have to say today. (laughs) We'll talk about it when we get home. anyway even if um, their lives are very different to ours um, there is a principle which is the same and it's the same for us as it was for them if we love Jesus then whatever we do um, should be a reflection of our love for him and it should be out of worship if we love Jesus whatever we do should be a reflection of our love for him and should flow out of our worship This love and worship for Jesus should be reflected in how we behave with our relationships with others. Starting in our homes, with our spouses and our children, as well as within our workplaces and our neighborhoods. Paul said to the Colossians, he says to us, we're not to have a sacred and secular divide in our lives. What we do on a Sunday, what we talk about to God in our own worship and our own prayer times, is to influence and impact every moment of every day, however big or small an impact you think think your lives will make. Now, do any of you ever have the feeling that what you do in your life doesn't really matter, doesn't have a big impact? Maybe it's the three loads of washing you've got tomorrow morning. Uh, Maybe it's the emails you need to reply to. Maybe you need to walk the dog. Um, Maybe you're going to be sitting on the train for work. Maybe it's just cooking dinner. Do any of you ever think, does this really matter? I do. Um, But if these things don't really matter, am I not just wasting my time? But Genesis 2 says, the Lord God planted a garden in Eden, and there he put the man who he formed. The Lord God took the man, put him in the garden of Eden to till it and to keep it. Now, if you've been reading the Everyday Faith emails this week, you might recognize that passage and also this really helpful um, few words, which I'll read for you. Work is a big part of what God created us to do. God's work of creation in Genesis produces order, provides food, generates joy, creates beauty, gives people the opportunity to develop the potential of his creation for his glory, and the benefit of others. Similarly, our daily work is intended to imitate God's in contributing to making our bit of the world more like the way God would like it to be, for God's glory. So doing the washing creates order, prevents disease, brings joy to the wearers and perhaps a greater measure of beauty and liberates them to do whatever God has given them to do that day And those are all things that are utterly in line with God's purposes. Our work matters to God, even down to ensuring a dog gets fed. Our work matters to God. Our work is for God's glory. But if we need another reason for our work mattering, we can also look to 2 Corinthians 5, when Paul tells us that we are Christ's ambassadors He says, we are Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We represent Christ to the world. Now, I work for a local council for a housing department. And I know that whatever I do, I represent the council. Whatever I say, whatever I write, um, whatever conversation I have, I wear an identity badge for the council. It also says that I'm an occupational therapist. But because I work for the council, people think they can ask me anything, even if it's completely unrelated to my role, because I work for the council, because I'm their ambassador. But additionally, as an occupational therapist, I represent my profession, and I have to sign up to a code of ethics and professional conduct. And I know if I do my job badly, it reflects badly on my colleagues and on my profession. But fortunately, because I think being a housing occupational therapist is a brilliant thing, and because I love my job, I'm really passionate about being a good ambassador for my profession. Now, I'm sure I'm not alone. If you enjoy your work and you you enjoy your job, you might be really passionate about being um, a good ambassador for the place you work. But what about being Christ's ambassadors in the place we work? So, that whatever we do at work is in His name, for His sake, in His strength. And with those qualities we read about in verse 12 with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, and forgiveness. And over the years, I know that when I remember to be Christ's ambassador in my workplace, I'm a much better occupational therapist and I'm a much better colleague. I've realized it's also why I do what I do. It's helped me to understand that actually this is part of my calling. It's helped me realize that because God thinks it's important for people to have decent, accessible homes, because God cares, I also should care. So I've come to understand that what I do is part of my calling as a disciple of Jesus. But it's not just about our our workplaces, is it? It's about our living our lives for Christ in the everyday, in our everyday places. We all have our everyday places where we live, with those we meet throughout the week. I've also been called to be a wife, a mother, a daughter, a friend and a neighbor. We have many everyday places I wanted to make this morning a little bit practical, and at the end of the pews in the middle, you'll find a little card, like a little wallet-side card. They're sort of on the middle aisle here. If you're sitting at the edges, you'll need to get up and you'll need to come and find one. Um, there are some pens and there's some wallet-sized cards. And what I'd love you to do is on one side of those cards, I'd like you to jot down your everyday places. So the places that you would consider as your work, might not be paid work. It might be the people that you interact with. And just for a few moments, I'd like you to jot down your everyday places on one side of those cards. Okay, And I want to think think about verse 14. And over all these virtues, put on love. We will come back to the cards in a little while. So over all these virtues, put on love. Or as the message translation puts it, wear love. It's your basic, all-purpose garment. Never be without it. Love is key. And our model for love is God's love. God's love is intensely practical, and therefore, so should ours be. It's why our faith has to be shown in what we do, because God showed his love by what he did, by moving in with us, in a human body, by living amongst us and dying for us. And if we know God's love, it should flow out of us in those practical qualities in verse 12, in our compassion especially to the poor and vulnerable who God always fights for, in kindness, goodness, and generosity, which is triggered by genuine concern and care, in humility as we step down to serve and care for those around us, just as Christ stepped down into our midst, in forgiveness just as Christ has forgiven us. And we're called to do all of these things with the qualities Of gentleness and patience this Bible passage reminds us that we're not meant to be God hasn't called us to sit in a bubble we've been called and chosen to live out our faith in the world we've been chosen to serve in those places and we've been chosen to be a living advertisement of what God's grace does in human lives because it's all about Jesus and this is what the passage tells us. In verse 15, it talks about the peace of Christ. In verse 16, the word of the, or the message of Christ. And in verse 17, the name of the Lord Jesus. And because it's all about Jesus, it means that everything I do should flow naturally out of worship and of gratitude. So when I come on a Sunday, I have to remember that worship is not all about me. It's all about God. Do I come to church on a Sunday to make myself feel better? Um, And to be honest, it would be easier and quicker to take an aspirin or a shot of caffeine, especially if I've got to preach or lead the teenagers. Um, Or do I come to catch up with my friends? Now, not that that's wrong. And often I do come here for those things. There are times when I desperately need to come and feel loved to be part of a church family, to sing my heart out. And I absolutely love seeing everyone here. It makes my heart sing week after week. But if that's the only reason, then it probably won't affect my Monday to Saturday very much. But if I'm here to tell God how much I love him, to hear what he might be saying to me, and to express my deep gratitude for what he's done in my life, to experience the power of Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit as I worship with my church family. Then, and as I pray for the children often during the communion, I might feel the arms of our Father wrapped around me, the presence of Jesus walking with me, and the power of the Holy Spirit living within me. Just then, I might be able to live out my life in the way that he wants me to. You never know, people might see something of Jesus in me, In my working week so if we're worshippers it should naturally bring changes in our lives we should naturally be servers of the world and it really challenges me as I've been preparing this I think Donna said the other day actually the sermon is more for the preacher than the people sitting listening but it really challenges me does my worship of God lead to service is my faith integrated with my life with what I do every day? Or do I have a secular and a sacred divide in my life? Is my faith isolated to some niche, some religious niche, which I take out now and then? Or does my life in Christ transform and shape all of my reality, whatever I do? Am I reading my Bible and listening to God so the Holy Spirit informs my life's patterns and choices? It's really all about being Jesus' disciples, about being his apprentices, learning to be like Jesus in the world around us. Jesus met people in their everyday lives, didn't he? He went to weddings and he turned water into wine to save the family from an embarrassing situation. He went to a funeral, he watched the grieving mother and he brought her son back to life. He went to a friend's home, saw how poorly the friend's mother was, and he healed her. He went for a walk, asked a woman for a drink, and he changed her life. He went out for dinner with his friends, and he washed their dirty feet. It was where the extraordinary touched the ordinary. Now, we may not literally be raising the dead... But whatever we do is a sign of the kingdom of God, that the kingdom of God has come and it breaks into our world. It might be a prayer, a phone call, a cup of coffee, a text, a card. It might be nursing someone who's sick or sitting with a friend who's bereaved. It might be forgiving someone who has wronged you, serving, loving, bringing hope into dark places. So I wanted you to take your little card that you've just written your everyday places on and on the other side I want you to think what does it mean for me to do these daily tasks both in and outside the home big and small in Jesus name how can I worship God in these everyday places with these people with whatever I do And I just want to give you a few moments before we pray to think about, maybe just jot down the odd word or two that the Holy Spirit might have been prompting you with this morning, helping you to think about what it means to live your life for Jesus in those everyday places. So take a few moments, and then we're going to pray together. Now you'll notice that the cards are a perfect wallet size, size. So I'd really encourage you to pop them in your wallets or your phone cases and pull them out, and remind yourself to pray about those things. And just as we pray, just as a symbolic act, um, I'd really encourage you to put them in your hands and perhaps hold them up before you to God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for our everyday places. We thank you that many of these might feel like a gift. We are aware that some of them might feel like a burden. We pray for the people in these everyday places. And we lift them to you, and we lift the names of people in these places that we have written before you. And we pray that in whatever we do, you would help us to glorify you. You would help us to live out the qualities of love and of compassion, of kindness, of patience, of forgiveness, of gentleness. You'd help us to bring the kingdom of God into these places in whatever we do. We pray that you would help us to radically transform our world so that people see you, Jesus, and they see the difference you can make in our lives and also in their lives. So we lift them to you and we pray these things in the precious name of Jesus.
0: Amen.